RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Chamblay. The headlines. Beijing announces a big shake-up at the Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office. The Education Secretary says schools will remain shut until at least March 16th. And there's been a sharp spike in the number of new cases of the new coronavirus in Hubei Province, the epicenter of the outbreak. The director of Beijing's Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office, Zhang Xiaoming, has been demoted to deputy director. Xia Baolong, who is a vice chairman of China's top advisory body, will take Mr. Zhang's place. The State Council also announced that Beijing's top representatives in Hong Kong and Macau, respectively, Luo Huining and Fu Ziying, have also been named deputy directors of the Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office. Mr. Luo was named the head of the liaison office here a little more than a month ago to replace the sacked Wang Jermin. A political scholar at Chinese University, Mang Ok, says he thinks the demotion means Zhang Xiaoming has been made responsible for the unrest in Hong Kong, triggered by the extradition law saga last June. And Professor Ma says the other moves indicate that President Xi Jinping is taking more direct control of Hong Kong affairs. I think because both Law Weiling and the new appointee had relatively little experience in Hong Kong, but they have strong links with Xi Jinping himself, and they are relatively senior officers in the past. So actually, I can see this as a sign of Xi Jinping himself taking more direct control over the affairs of Hong Kong. The Education Secretary, Kevin Young, has announced that schools will remain shut until at least March 16th because of the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak. Officials first extended the Lunar New Year holiday for schools until the 17th of this month and then later delayed resumption until March 2nd. Mr. Young was asked why classes hadn't been suspended for an even longer period. We all want the students to resume classes as soon as possible. But at the same time, we also need to balance um, the need of the parents and the school is to give them uh, sufficient planning for future activities. Uh, if we announce today, uh, today is the 13th of February, we are announcing that the class will not resume before the 16th of March. There's in fact uh, over a month uh, a sus- suspension period here. Uh, which I think is, uh, is uh, quite a reasonable amount of time for the time being. Mr. Yang said the government would also provide a one-off subsidy to kindergartens to step up cleansing work. The Federation of Education Workers said it supports the extension. It called on authorities to only resume classes when schools were prepared and when there was enough protective equipment. But it cast doubt on the one-time subsidy given to schools for cleaning purposes. Vice Chairman Lawrence Tang says the subsidy won't mean much if it's just for buying cleaning supplies. He says authorities should allow kindergartens to use the sum to cover various financial expenses. The subsidy is just about cleaning and nothing more. Of course it's not enough. Because the school, the kindergarten, needs more and more subsidies about the salary, the rent, rather than just cleaning. The government has announced that most civil servants will continue to work from home until the 23rd of this month to minimize the risk of new coronavirus spreading in the community. A spokesman said the administration would continue to review the situation. He also urged other employees to adopt flexible, flexible work arrangements for staff. The leader of the pro-business Liberal Party says he's never seen things in Hong Kong as bad as they are now, with the city in the grip of a health and economic crisis. Felix Jung, who represents the textile and garment industry in the Legislative Council, says the confluence of a number of problems means all sectors of the economy are now being hit. He told RTHK the situation was much worse than it was during the SARS epidemic 17 years ago. In 2003, certain sectors like the retail, catering, 
for tourism sectors got hurt. But for the export business, it was pretty good. But now, this time, even the export business was hurt, partly because of the factory in China cannot be opened and all the production are stopped. So right now, every sectors are got hurt. So it's really serious. We are expecting there will be a large number of companies closing down in the near future and unemployment will be increasing in a very, very fast rate. There's been a sharp spike in the number of new cases of the COVID-19 coronavirus in Hubei province, the epicenter of the outbreak. Hubei's health commission said this morning it had broadened the definition for COVID-19 and was reporting 14,840 new cases today. That's about nine times more than the number reported yesterday. The commission also said the number of deaths in the province had risen by 242, pushing the toll past 1,350 and compared to 94 yesterday. Robert Kemp reports. In a statement, the Hubei Health Commission said it would now include cases that were clinically diagnosed in its official toll. This means lung imaging on suspected cases can be considered sufficient to diagnose the virus rather than the standard nucleic acid tests. The commission said the new classification accounted for 13,332 of the cases and just over half the new death toll. It said the change would mean patients could get treatment as soon as possible and the classification would be consistent with the one used in other provinces. The Commission said it had made the change after learning more about the disease and having gained experience in diagnosis and treatment. Microbiologist Ho Pat Leung from the University of Hong Kong says it's a good thing that Hubei authorities have changed the way they count coronavirus cases. Dr Ho said the change might better reflect how many people had been infected since some patients had died before they could be tested. Speaking on an RTHK program, he urged the government to study the new criteria. State media says the top political leader of Hubei province has been removed. The Xinhua News Agency said Jiang Chaoliang, Hubei's party secretary, will be replaced by Shanghai Mayor Ying Yong. Earlier, the World Health Organization has said the virus appeared to have been stabilizing in China, though this must be treated with extreme caution. The head of its health emergency program is Dr. Mike Ryan. We definitely see that the behavior of the virus uh, outside Wuhan, Hubei, in the rest of China, and outside China doesn't appear at this point to be as aggressive or as accelerated, and that's a good sign. And that gives us an opportunity to prepare and to react and still gives us the opportunity for containment. Uh, But that's no guarantee, Uh, but we must continue to try to stop the virus while preparing countries for the arrival of the virus. Meanwhile, Japan's health minister has said another 44 people on board a cruise ship quarantined at Yokohama had tested positive for the coronavirus. Health Minister Katsunobu Kato said the new cases were detected from 221 new tests. They raised the number of infections on the Diamond Princess to 218 in addition to a quarantine officer who also tested positive. A cruise ship that's been turned away by five countries because of fears of the coronavirus has arrived in Cambodia after two weeks at sea. The 1,400 passengers on board the MS Westerham will be allowed to disembark in Sihanoukville after undergoing health screening. The owners say no one on board has fallen ill. The Mobile World Congress, due to take place in Barcelona later this month, has been cancelled because of the coronavirus outbreak. That's despite local authorities saying it would be safe to go ahead. The annual telecoms industry gathering usually attracts more than 100,000 visitors. 
Members from the pro-Beijing party DAB had met with the chief executive's office director to present their proposal on how to use a $10 billion fund that the government is setting up to tackle the coronavirus crisis. The party's chairwoman, Starry Lee, says they told Eric Chan that the government must help all sectors and everyone hurt by the impact of the outbreak, such as those affected by travel restrictions. This uh, virus is affecting all the Hong Kong people and most of the sectors. But of course, the, the measure that have been announced by the government uh, may not be comprehensive enough to cover. For example, uh, like uh, now, especially those who need to travel to and from uh, mainland China to work. I, I cannot see up to now there is a, a, a concrete measure to help them uh, to uh, face that uh, new immigration policy. She says she and her party colleagues have also urged the government to speak to LegCo President Andrew Lang to expedite vetting of the measures and funding related to the outbreak. The Italian far-right leader Matteo Salvini has responded with defiance after the Senate voted to strip him of his parliamentary immunity. Mr. Salvini is now facing a trial on charges of illegally detaining migrants at sea when he was interior minister last year. The BBC's Mark Lowen reports from Rome. For a man who has built his political rise on the idea of protecting Italy from illegal migration, a populist who presents himself as targeted by the establishment, this has played into his hands. If convicted, Matteo Salvini could face a sentence of up to 15 years. But justice here moves slowly, and he might just take comfort from his predecessor as Italy's populist-in-chief, Silvio Berlusconi, who had his sentence for fraud commuted and then made a very Italian comeback, becoming a member of the European Parliament. Meanwhile, a senator from Mr Salvini's League party, Simone Pilon, defended his actions. We have to remember that when we were in government with uh, the Five Star Movement, they decided to vote against sending Salvini to trial. But today, they changed mind without any reason. And so, you know, it is very, very clear that uh, the question is only a political question, not a judicial question. The chairman of the Democratic Party in the U.S. state of Iowa has resigned over the chaotic presidential caucus earlier this month. Troy Price said he was deeply sorry for what happened and Democrats deserve better. The Iowa caucus was played by technical difficulties that caused a long delay in reporting results. Paleontologists say they've unearthed new fossils in Colombia and Venezuela that may reveal more about one of the largest turtles to have ever lived. Stupendemus Geographicus, which could reach up to four meters in length, lived between 13 and 17 million years ago. The BBC's Candace Piet reports. Stupendimus Geographicus, which was about the size and weight of a sedan car, inhabited a huge wetland across northern South America before the Amazon and Orinoco rivers were formed. The males had forward-pointing horns either side of their shells, which were probably used like lances to fight rivals. Researchers believe the giant turtle lived at the bottom of lakes and rivers, alongside giant caiman eating small animals and vegetation. Currencies, the euro is trading at 1 US dollar and 8 cents. 1 US dollar buys 109.88 yen. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 6 cents. A short while ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 27,748. That's 74 points down on the previous close. Turnover is $57 billion. Sport, here's Adam Jung. 
World Rugby is expected to announce today that this year's Hong Kong Sevens will be pushed back from the beginning of April to October because of the SARS-type virus COVID-19 in China. The 45th edition of Hong Kong's biggest sporting event is scheduled to take place at Hong Kong Stadium from April the 3rd to the 5th. The tournament has never been postponed since it first began in 1976. The rugby union has told RTHK that an official announcement will come at 5 o'clock this afternoon. Now, Formula One's stakeholders are facing a potential 35 million U.S. dollar loss following the postponement of the Chinese Grand Prix in Shanghai, also due to the coronavirus outbreak. Motorsports World Governing Body, the FIA, confirmed yesterday that the race originally scheduled for April the 19th would be called off. Organizers have left open the possibility of the event taking place later in the year. But the BBC's Jack Nichols says the F1 schedule is too packed for that to happen. This is the biggest calendar Formula One has ever had. 22 races from the middle of March to the end of November. And there's just no leeway or, or wriggle room. You know, if, if let's say the you can go back to China come September or October, then already you're going to have four or five race weekends back to back if you try and wedge it in there. That would need agreement from the teams, but the teams won't want to do four or five weekends back to back. Despite wanting a race in uh, the biggest car market in the world, they can't almost physically do that. So I think this postponement is inevitably going to, to lead to a cancellation. The 15-time major winner Tiger Woods says he'd be interested in leaving the PGA Tour to play for a rival tour called Premier Golf League. The organizers of the league are planning 18 events featuring 48 top players with a total prize fund of 240 million US dollars. Woods says he's interested. Just like all events, you're trying to get the, the top players to play more collectively. And so this is a natural evolution whether or not things like this are going to happen. But the ideas are like this are, are going to happen going forward, you know, whether it's now or any other time in the future. The top two teams in the NBA's Eastern Conference both suffered defeats in their respective final games ahead of the All-Star Weekend. The league-leading Milwaukee Bucks lost 118-111 to the Indiana Pacers. The Bucks were without MVP Yanis Antetokounmpo, who was away for a second straight game for personal reasons. Second place Toronto had their 15-game win streak ended in Brooklyn. The Raptors were beaten by the Nets 101-91. And that's your look at sports. Adam Jung reporting there. Twin the news, our top stories once again. Beijing announces a big shakeup at the Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office. The Education Secretary says schools will remain shut until at least March 16th, and there's been a sharp spike in the number of new cases of the new coronavirus in Hubei Province, the epicenter of the outbreak. The news from RTHK. <laughs>
reaching for perfection Gee, but love is the exception That proves all the rules There's a sensuality That only you have shown to me That steals my breath away By the way, baby If there's something that I care about It's true Irresistible attraction, I got no excuse. I live in anticipation of your unforeseen temptation. Is what you're gonna do? I don't have an explanation, but the only invitation I cannot refuse. And handsome is as handsome doesn't you win hands down, baby doll, you got it nailed. And by the way, baby, it don't matter where you are, you are my true love. There was never any doubt about it, true love. And I think the lucky stars above for true love. If there's one thing I can't live without, it's Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. Thursday, the 13th of February is today's date. Thanks again to Phil. Phil was on earlier today on the morning brew. We've got a busy program today. Something, something that makes you think about our actions and what we're doing. We're talking about panic buying here in Hong Kong. 
specifically the mentality. Why are we all panic buying? Well, maybe not all, but a lot of us are. We'll be chatting about this with Eslyn Terragina, a chartered psychologist and psychotherapist. Eslyn will be joining us in about 10 minutes or so. So feel free to also weigh in on this topic. Um, you can email us 123show at rthk.hk. That's 123show at rthk.hk. Or you can find us on Facebook, Noreen Mayer on RTHK 